Chapter 6. DLC Headquarters. I managed to coax my car into the parking lot of the DLC Corporation. Veronica, Gary's assistant, had scheduled our meeting for 1 p.m. The place was easy to find. It was the exit off the highway called DLC Avenue. I've driven out here before, when someone who worked here had a bunch of paintings framed for their office. You might think corporate real estate would look like Apple or Facebook headquarters. Interesting architecture and funky crap out on the lawn. A few hipsters playing Segway polo. Nope, this was the East Coast. These guys built servers that dealt with databases. All the buildings were constructed in the 80s when brown and square was the motive. Strictly utilitarian. I pulled into a visitor spot, killed the ignition, and grabbed Gary's framed painting from my back seat. I managed to get it through the tall glass doors without dinging the frame. I approached the receptionist behind the marble counter. I told her, I have a one o'clock meeting with Gary. I'm here to deliver his painting. She passively looked up from her screen. May I ask who this is from? I spoke with Veronica yesterday. Tell her this is Gavin. She slowly picked up the phone and hit a few buttons. I noticed the atrium went up three floors and was surrounded by all this glass. Somebody could easily throw themselves off the top floor and be dead within seconds. Maybe Brent was right about this place. She'll be down in a moment. The receptionist hung up the phone. Could you please take a seat? I took a seat on a chunk of marble and continued to scan the lobby. On the far wall was a row of Ansel Adams landscape prints. Seemed to corporate America couldn't get enough of this stuff. Too bad the guy died before the real money started to flow in. I looked closer. I was pretty sure Jerry did those frames. Gavin? A tall woman in a corporate power suit extended her hand to me. I said, Veronica? I stood up and shook her hand. Hi. Gary's expecting you. Can you follow me? Veronica turned towards the elevators, and of course, being a guy, I had to give her figure the once-over. Christ, was she good-looking. I assumed she was just as smart as she was gorgeous to be working with Gary. What's the percentage of the population who meet that criteria? Less than 1%? I was confident that Gary was the type of guy who could find a person like that. I knew she was way out of my league. She took me up the elevator and led me into his office. Gary was on the phone, facing out towards a wall of windows. I took a seat in a leather chair in front of his giant mahogany desk. I put down my painting and leaned it against his corporate throne. I scanned the artwork on the walls of his office. Can I get you a coffee or something else to drink? Huh? Oh, yeah, uh, coffee would be great. Gary will be with you in a minute. Veronica left the office and closed the door. I continued scanning Gary's artwork. The one by his desk looked like a Salvador Dali. He hung up the phone. Gavin, how are you? He came towards me and we shook hands. I said, great, your office sounds very interesting. I enjoy it when I can find a new artist. I glanced at the painting on the wall next to us. It was a surreal painting of a plate-like object with a tiny picture of Hitler under something that looked like a phone in a tree. I said, is this Salvador Dali? It's called The Enigma of Hitler. I got it when I was in Madrid a few years ago. Is this a reproduction? I moved in closer so I could almost touch it with my nose and studied the detail. I said, I thought this was in a museum. He laughed. It was. That's the original. Spain's economy is almost as bad as Greece. Let's just say it's on lease. I reached out and tried to touch it, but reflexively pulled my hand back, as if I would get yelled at by a museum guard. I realized there was no guard, so I touched the frame instead. Salvador Dali had an obsession with Hitler. 
He worked him into a few of his paintings. I know Hitler was a painter before he got consumed with politics. That's why I like this painting. I was hoping to be an artist when I left high school. I took a semester of art classes in college. Then computers happened, and I was there at the right place and the right time. Life can push you into different places. But Hitler was a lousy painter. Gary laughed. Oh, shit. I think I just insulted my benefactor. He took two steps back and nodded at his so-so watercolor of an old building. This one is called Vienna Opera House Scene. He pointed at the signature. A Hitler. Holy shit. A Hitler original. I thought the government confiscated all his paintings at the end of the war. We only know his stuff existed because of Nazi-era coffee table books. I asked, how'd you get this? Gary smiled. The world could have been a very different place if only more people bought his paintings. It's kind of late for that now, isn't it? That's why you're here today. Let's talk about your future. I went back to my seat. I said, you're talking about a contract? I run many philanthropic organizations outside of this company. One of my favorite themes is emerging artists and their work. Not only am I promoting the arts, I'm willing to invest in them. He handed me a multi-page document. I would like to give you an exclusive lifetime contract. I flipped through the first pages of legalese. There's a saying, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Well, there I was, staring at what you would call a gift horse mouth, I asked. Why? You mentioned Vincent van Gogh. How much do you think you could have bought his paintings when he was still alive? Pretty damn cheap, I'm sure. Right. I'm buying you cheap. Gary got up and sat on the edge of his desk. I think your work could possibly be worth a lot more in the future. You picked me to be the next Vincent van Gogh? Well, to be honest, I'm hedging my bets. I could feel my sweaty palms sticking to the pages of the contract. I said, how much am I getting paid? I will pay you $1,500 per painting. Delivered. He turned and gazed out the windows. Of course, there are some restrictions. I would like to see paintings that meet a certain size, 24 square inches or larger. He sat back down in his chair. I'm not interested in buying postcards or sculpture. What if I wanted to work in crayons? He smiled. All paintings will contain at least 50% oil or acrylic paint. Objects applied to the canvas are fine. Limit two per week. Feel free to explore your imagination. I tried to comprehend what I was holding in my hands. A cup of coffee appeared in my peripheral vision. Veronica handed it to me, and she gave another one to Gary. Take your time. Think it over. He turned to Veronica, and they started talking about something else. Jesus, I thought to myself. Let me do the math. I could easily do a painting every two weeks. That's $39,000 a year. No, wait. I could probably crank one out every 10 days. That's $54,000 a year. If I change styles to abstract expressionism, I could squirt that stuff out every few days. That's over $100,000 a year. Just the paint. What do I sign? As I waited for Gary to finish up with Veronica, I started to zone out, staring at the contract. Did you want your lawyer to look it over? Huh? I said as I snapped out of it. I had to think this through. Lawyer. I don't have a lawyer. I don't even have a health plan. How the hell am I supposed to get a lawyer? I'll just act cool about it. Nah, I said. He's in Barbados right now. He'll just charge me double if I contact him on vacation. Gary handed the contract to Veronica. Can you have these papers notarized once we're through? Gary picked up a silver pen from his desk and handed it to me. It felt heavy and expensive. A Mont Blanc. 
I heard these were like worth more than a sports car. Hell, you could feed a year's worth of ramen noodles to a stadium full of starving artists for the cost of this pen. We'll have your final copy ready within 20 minutes. I was having a hard time trying to comprehend what would happen if I signed. The text on the contract started to look like hieroglyphics. How many artists would sell their left nut for this? Do I even deserve this? There had to be better artists than me walking around this planet who could achieve something wonderful if only they were given this chance. An entire generation of great artists would die completely broke and in obscurity. Their life's work would just deteriorate on a folding table at some shitty swap meet. Yet, by mere chance, I get this opportunity? Fuck it. I signed. 